Bishrachem, with everyone's permission, happiest Thursday. Uh, today's shiur is dedicated to Yunishman Malkabat Shalinus, Hanabat Shemuel, Shalom Ben Eliauzur, Bavet Ben Gabriel, Tziviabat Mashiach, Tamarabat Mashiach, Yosef Ben Nisan, and Yorabat Yitzchak, Rosh Hashem Tinecham Began Eden. We're learning in Peleo, it's about Galut, about exile. And we just left off with Peleowitz trying to sort out is it a good thing or a bad thing for the Jewish people to be in exile? There are certain positive elements and there are certain negative elements of it in ways that it could influence you negatively. Now he gets into the different countries of his time and where a person should live or where a person shouldn't live. That's going to be the next topic. Fascinating. It's going to be really fascinating. So Abal bidvarim hanogim el haguf. Peleyoetz was uh, saying his essential point that he wanted to make, the chiluk he wanted to make, is that when it came to the things related to the nefesh, to a person's soul and his spiritual growth, kalut is not good uh, for the Jewish people. But when it comes to things that affect the person's body, it is good. Here he says, When it comes to things that are related to the physical, it's good for, the galut is good for the Jewish people. How come? He says, Now here's his comments. It's not good for a person Like it's not good to live in Italy and it's not good to live in Europe. Don't, don't live in Venice and don't, don't, live, in, don't live in Europe. It's because they're all free countries. Every person does whatever they want, and there is no way to protest against the sinners. And the judges of the Jewish people, the Chachamim, um, who are judges, they don't have the authority to judge between a person over what's right and what's wrong according to the Torah. As we'll get to later, in the Muslim countries in general, the, the Chachamim, were the, the Muslims would say to the Jewish people, we want you to take care of your own. So if there was a person who was causing trouble amongst the Jewish people, if there was a criminal or someone going around, the Jews themselves, the Chachamim, of the Jews had the authority to throw them in jail. They had the authority to give them lashes. They were given full authority because they wanted us to take care of ourselves. They didn't want to deal with us. But in Are Edom, but in Europe, and in Italy, and in France, and uh, in Germany, the, the judges of the Jewish people didn't have the ability to function with the full power of judges. He says, all of the judgment of the... It's just like this in America also. It's in the United... United he might say the same thing about the United States today. He says, maybe we shouldn't be living in the United States. <laughs> he says, the judges are only judging as arbitrators. They're just... The the chatzatzach is... Uh, the Gemara refers to... It comes from the uh, word chatzi. Because they only can make compromises between people. Half here, half there. But they can't really judge the truth because they don't have full authority. And the Chacham doesn't have the authority to, to, punish. to punish. And he says, and therefore, he says, what do I see? 
about the Jews in Europe and Vaishman Yeshurun Vaivat says the Jews get fat and they start to kick. Every person does whatever is upright or whatever is twisted in his own eyes. Whatever he wants, he does. Nobody on top of him to say what to do or, or what not to do. He says, in the greatest sickness of all, the worst illness of all, they look after He says, in Europe, he says they don't care for promiscuity. They don't care for any type of sexual promiscuity. He says the non-Jewish women even, he says they walk around undressed improperly and with all kinds of promiscuous behavior. And they have, uh, they have uh, homes of, uh, of prostitutes. And unfortunately, the Jews live amongst them. They mix with them and they learn from them. says, another illness I see in Europe. He says that they are very against a person growing a beard. And what's wrong with a person having a beard? And he says they're very, they want every person to be fully clean shaven. Okay, so what's wrong with being fully clean shaven? So he says, he says, not that I have a problem with being fully clean shaven, but he says they're using a straight edge in order to shave their beards. They just use a, a single blade. The Torah said it's forbidden. Right, because that uh, was the ways of Ovdei Avodah He says, since they allow to destroy the beard, they would use, no, I'll, I'll do it with a straight edge. It's an Isur from the Torah. It's a, it's a Torah prohibition to, to shave with an, with an edge. He says, so nobody sees what's the difference between cutting with a straight edge and cutting with a scissor or cutting with with something that has a dual which the Torah allows for a person to shave with something that, uh, with misparai. Misparai means with scissor but the idea is that you're shaving with the action of two blades um, as opposed to a straight edge. So, so people don't realize that there's a difference between them, that one is allowed and one is not allowed. Because of that, you see many evils and many things that come against the Torah that happen because there's total freedom in those countries. He says, theaters and circuses, Krivuta Arayot, he says all of those uh, bring together more sexual promiscuity. Yad leyad He says one hand holding the other and they will not be cleaned of evil. But Lochen Memalchut Ishmael. He says it's not like this though in the Muslim countries. In the Muslim countries. He says the Jewish people are able to uphold the flag of the Torah. Alpia Torah Yachanu Alpia Yisau. He says the, the Jewish people will walk in the ways of the Torah and ve'yesh koach ve'chayel be'yarach hachamim uviyad manigia keilod le'shaber mateot resha. He says the chachamim and the leaders of the Jewish community they have the authority to break down any any evil or any wickedness. Ulhamir adad atilain and to uphold the foundation of religion and to uphold the Torah is necessary. Ve'hem gedurim ba'arayot. 
He says because of that, the, the, they're very careful about sexual promiscuity, both in, amongst the goyim, amongst the, amongst the Muslims, but amongst the Jewish people as well. People are afraid of it. And they're very they're cautious. They're cautious regarding promiscuity. He says also, growing, growing a beard is very important to them at all. Uh, it's very important to them also. So the Jewish people also grow their beards and they're not shaving with a straight edge. So Avapichen, yes, Kitzat Galut He says, but I, I can tell you, there are certain hardships that exist in the Muslim countries. He says they hit each other way too easily. He says they throw stones and they, <laughs> and they hit each other. He says and and the taxes are very harsh. And, and very difficult in the Muslim communities. The Jews used to suffer tremendously, tremendously from the tax system. But also, in the Muslim countries, the taxes were done in a way where they, they would levy the taxes on the Jewish community as a whole. They weren't, they weren't individual taxes that every person had to pay personal also taxes. The they they also, again, they judged the Jewish community as a whole. So they said, you take care of your own and also, but they said, the Jewish community, this many, we want this, ma- this much taxes from the Jewish community. Um, and there were fights that would go on within the Jewish community, a lot of makhloket over how the taxes should be paid. And should they be done in a way that should we take an equal amount from every person or should the wealthy of the community pay more and, the, and everybody pay less? There was um, a lot of makhloket that was created over the heavy taxes and the, the Muslims, they would, they would just say whatever numbers they wanted. They didn't care how difficult it would be. And they bring all kinds of libels against the Jewish people. He says, and sometimes they lash and they punish, um, even when it's not necessary. So what Pele Yoetz is saying, he says, it's one thing, he says, when you live in a country that has laws that they enforce, and if they're... Hopefully there shouldn't be, but if there was an actual criminal amongst the Jewish people or a Jew that was actually doing something wrong and they would receive the punishment or, or um, the law enforcement would take them, okay, they deserved it at least for what they did. But in the Muslim countries, according to what he was saying, very often it was done, Shalom the Jew is completely innocent, a Jew didn't do anything wrong, and yet they were targeted, and yet they were still targeted. I just finished learning, Yeah, he was just saying, don't live in Italy. That was yeah. the, that was the beginning today. of the <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. Now we're in the Muslim countries. So, and then they imprison Jews and with not, not a type of prison where a person enjoys prison and the prisoners have rights. And the, no, this was, this was a jail where a person was living in fear if they were, if they were in prison or thrown in jail. panim Israel. He says, but still, he says, Galut is good for the Jewish people. He says, because it's so difficult in the Muslim countries and the authorities are not always just, the Jewish people always have their eyes towards heaven. They always have, have to put their trust in HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Says, and they, they serve Hashem wholeheartedly, just like the Jewish people who are compared to, the Midrash compares the Jewish people, the Ayala, to a deer. 
Oh, he says the Jews are like that in Galut. He says, Kach, Israel, this is the Midrash. The Midrash says this. Right? Hopefully we shouldn't ever need it, but this is what the Midrash says. Kach, Israel, the Jewish people are the same, and Chosrin Bichurah, they don't really do a full Tshuva. He says, unless there is a king who is strict against them, and they're afraid. He says, and our Chachamim also explained the Pasuk, this is a Hasidic word. This is like, uh, it says that in Bishalach, Paro came close. Right? Paro, was, uh, Paro was chasing the Jewish people the, you know, towards Yamsuf, towards, towards the ocean. And it says the Jewish people turned their eyes to Hashem because they were all afraid, all afraid of what Paro was going to do to them. That our Chachamim re explained the word Hikriv. What does it mean? Paro came close. Not Paro came close, but Paro brought close. Shehikriv et Israel avim shabashamayim. He brought the Jewish people closer to their father in heaven, to Hashem, because they were afraid of Paro. Ve'amruen ha'chachamim said in Masechet Megillah, Gedola asarat abat shehesir ha'chashveyosh v'natan lehaman yoter me'arbaim u'shmoneh nevi'im v'sheva nevi'ot. He says when ha'chashveyosh removed his ring. And gave his ring, his uh, his signature, his stamp. When he gave it to Haman to decree whatever he wanted against the Jewish people, that one act that he removed the ring off his finger, his signature ring, and he gave it to Haman, that had more power than all of the prophets and prophetesses that Hashem sent to the Jewish people. Every navi and every neviya Hashem sent to tell the Jewish do tshuva, do tshuva, do tshuva, do tshuva. Didn't work. They didn't listen, but. When Haman, when Achashverosh removes his ring and gives it to Haman, says all of the Jewish people did teshuva and Purim. He says, and I think so this is, might happen in the future. This is what happened and might happen in the time of Mashiach, says Peleyoetz. If the Jewish people do not do teshuva on their own, Ma'amir Alehema, he's saying this before the Holocaust. You know, yeah, this, is like, right now. This, is the, this is the this is the wild like thing. 150 years before yeah. the Holocaust. He says, Hashem will bring a king, a non-Jewish leader, who's, who has harsh decrees, Kehaman, like Haman. He says, and, and, and that will bring the Jewish people back. He says, and through that teshuvah, the Jewish people might be saved. If the Jewish people don't come back on their own, if they don't do teshuvah on their own, this will be the only way that it's going to happen. Peleo, it says. I don't. I'm not, I don't think he was predicting the Holocaust necessarily. It's just. It's. 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 It's a little bit scary how he said this like 150 years before the Holocaust, 200 years before. He said, if the Jewish people don't do teshuva on their own, he says this is the only way they do teshuva. Whenever and he, and he says, I see this in the Muslim countries. I see this in the Muslim countries now. They're harsh and they're strict on the Jewish people, and the Jews live more faithful to Hashem. But in the European countries where life is free and where everything is open and free, he says, you see, you see how much they're not following the Torah. But Umaga, well, he has something good to say about Europe also. Uh, we have, we're not going to get to it today, but he, he, not, not everything is bad about Europe. Umaga, <laughs> 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 <laughs>
Turkey. Turkey. He was uh, living in Turkey. Uh, yeah. So originally from Bulgaria. From Bulgaria. Yeah. And he was very much between both worlds. Uh, the he says, and according to how difficult the Galut is, he says there's a purpose to it, in that the Jewish people can collect the sparks of Kiddusha that are spread. We spoke about this, this Kabbalistic concept, that there are sparks of Kiddusha around the world that have to be collected um, until, until Mashiach comes. And every place in the world that a Jew does a mitzvah properly, he brings back a spark of Kiddusha to its proper location. So in all of these places where it's harsh, the Jewish people have the opportunity through their mitzvot to bring back the sparks of Kiddusha so that eventually we, uh, we, we can have the Gula. But uh, he has a little bit more to say. And there's a little, little bit positive that he's going to say about, uh, about Europe. <laughs> We're going to get to it uh, tomorrow. Everybody have a wonderful day. Happiest Thursday. Almost Shabbat. Almost Shabbat.